you're in Seattle, Seattle. And you need to buy yourself a home. We'll be right there for you. Because we're the realtors that you can trust. So go to rodandbouncedown.com. Follow us on the social media platforms. Just search for Ron Upshaw or Don O'Neill. Hey, you guys. What's going on? Welcome to episode 519 now of the Ron and Don Show. And we are live from the Les Schwab studio. What is up, Ron and Don Nation? Hey, I want to thank Mitch.Loans for being one of the sponsors on today's show. Yeah, if you are thinking about doing a loan, Mitch has some great programs for you. And even like if... Uh, you're thinking about FHA or are there programs that apply to first responders or teachers? Mitch is going to get you dialed in. Go to Mitch.loans and ask him about the Ron and Don deal. Yeah, so Mitch.loans.com. Our thanks to Ron and Don. Love those guys sponsoring today's show, RonandDonSitDown.com. If you need those guys to be your broadcasters, your friends, or your agents. Yeah, and and we got to thank our good friends at Les Schwab. Spring is about to sprung. Man, I hope so. Is that what you say? Spring is about spring to sprung? Spring has sprung, but I don't think it spring has. Spring has sprung. It snowed the other day, so I don't think it has yeah, sprung. It's going to spring, though. You'll need to drive around. You'll need great tires. Stop by Les Schwab. They have a huge sale coming up this spring. More about that as you uh, listen to the Ron and Don Show. Hey, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, we got to talk about some of the old gun laws in the United States is we're talking about guns and mass shootings that just seems to be a real United States problem. Is there anything that we can do? Is there any common ground that we could find? Because it's an everyday and sometimes it happens multiple times a day. And it is sickening, you guys, especially because it's happening to our kids. Also, Chris Rock said he is finally ready to talk. It's very interesting how he is going to do it about that slap, that infamous slap from Will Smith. We'll get to that, though. Let's get to this. And can we talk about this in a way, Ron, that doesn't feel real political? I would like to talk about this in a way as broadcasters. I don't want to talk about this as Republicans, Democrats, Independents, just as broadcasters. And as you guys know, Ron and I have been in the broadcasting business, including this podcast, for 29, almost 30 years, in the radio business for 25 years. Uh, and we finished up our last 13 years at Cairo Radio doing news talk and afternoon drive, working on a station that was owned by the Mormon Church. I want to talk about some things that Rupert Murdoch has said in depositions that have now been leaked to the press about and and again you guys even even if you're a Trump supporter this is not about Trump this is not about it's not about the left or right this is about what a news organization was doing and i keep telling you these news organizations are just reality based television shows that are chasing you they're just chasing you they're chasing you for advertiser dollars they don't want to offend you CNN headline news back in the day, they didn't care whether they offended you or not. It's like, these are the headlines. All of a sudden, you turn on CNN now in those nightly positions, and th- those these are all opinion, t- uh, uh, opinion and baited talk shows. Same thing on MSNBC, way over to the left. Lots of opinion, lots of opinion. I don't know how much news you hear on MSNBC. And then, 
And then we go over to Fox, same thing going on, News Nation, Como is now on there. So what we have is we have a lot of people out there that are not trained in journalism. They're not trained as investigative reporters, but they have these incredible personalities. They dress up as anchors. That's what Bill O'Reilly did. Bill O'Reilly was just playing the part of an anchor. I will tell you, I've worked at radio stations and news talk stations. Even when we were at Cairo, there's one person in particular, and I won't say who it was, that was on that radio station, and they were saying a lot of things that they didn't believe, but they knew it filled their pockets with money. And they were about to be fired as a host, and then they found out, wow. If I push this button, I get this reaction, my audience grows, and my family makes money. Ron, what say you about Rupert Murdoch, these depositions saying, yeah, we had hosts that were on the air, and when it came to the voting scandals around the country, we knew that we were peddling falsehoods, and we knew what was being said was not true. And he particularly laid into Laura Ingram. He mentioned Sean Hannity. And he said, that's why Lou Dobbs is not around anymore. And then he mentioned some other uh, Jeannie Pyro, some other people that they have on the weekends. I think Jeannie Pyro is on the five. There were a lot of hope. And then we see the text messages with Sean Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, some of these others. They didn't believe that there were issues in voting either in Arizona, Georgia, and other places, what they didn't want to do, because you can look at the overnights in TV, they could see their audience fleeing to News Nation, and they're like, we have to do something to appease our audience because they're getting pissed off, because if we call Arizona, we're the first ones to do it, and we know it, we're the first ones to say Donald Trump didn't win Arizona, so therefore he didn't win the presidency, we're going to get punished. And they did Rupert Murdoch, Rupert Murdoch, the owner of Fox, what is he, 91 years old, has admitted that to be true. Ron, I have to say at Cairo, I was never brought in a room and told what to say. We got to say what we wanted to say. I don't want people out there to think that that's how all news organizations are. And even though we were working for the Mormon church, We were never called into the office. The Mormon church didn't have an agenda for us and the things that we said and shared. What say you about Rupert Murdoch here? This is fascinating because it goes back to a $1.6 billion lawsuit that Dominion Voting Machines has filed. And and Fox, of course, uh, moved to get that case dismissed. And the judge was like, no, they have cause here. Because uh, you you promoted and amplified these false claims that said uh, all kinds of stuff about Dominion, and so if you think about that, that the the one point nine billion dollars, I think, is just a starting point. And one point six, one point six, and then there's probably punitive damages, all kinds of stuff that can go on top of that. So this is all part of the, the discovery of that case. A, a, a judge has allowed this case to move on. And in an order, because Ron and I have been through defamation cases before, uh, and we won. And we won against a very, very we, – we've won against city government here in Seattle and against a very big organization. Uh, and if I said it, you would know it. Uh, and we won. They decided to settle with us because the things that were said about us, you have to prove – that there's malice. And in those cases with the city of Seattle and Sally Bagshaw, and in these cases with this particular, uh, and I don't mention them now because I want to be fair to them because I actually did some very nice things in, in, in correcting the record. 
but we we could our attorney and Bremner could show that there was malicious malice, and that's what's going to have to be proven here. And you know what? I think they can prove it with all these text messages from Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson and Laura Ingram because they all knew and they were covering this up because they were trying to appease their TV audience. They didn't give a damn about what the truth was, so- and I want people to hear that. And that is happening at CNN and MSNBC too. It's really gross what's happening at all these places. You guys, so. I, I well, I don't know if CNN and MSNBC ta- like actively campaign provably false stories. Like, like I actually don't. They, they, they give opinions, but I haven't seen them or had someone allege that they have taken a false story and championed it the way that Fox did with this. I, so, think, I think they both have, and I don't want to go into it to the level that Fox has. I say hell no, and no way. But but they all have an agenda, and their agenda is to chase agendas, the audience and make money. None of them are waving the news flag and saying, "Hey, we're here because we want to bring truth." And even if that truth means that we have li- listener, three listeners, we're still going to be standing here. These are private organizations that are using "quote unquote" the news to go out and make money. So I, I hope that Dominion prevails. Uh, I hope that it costs Fox uh, in the billions of dollars. And I think that 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 is going to be the way to send a message of of reformation uh, to the news industry uh, at large is to say, here is the here is the penalty uh, to Rupert Murdoch's empire uh, because of this behavior. And and it seems to me like Dominion has a solid case. And the farther this thing goes and the more the stuff gets leaked about this. You, you would think that Fox lawyers are on the line right now saying, how do we settle this? What would it take you? Would you take 500 million? Would you take $750 million? And it seems like Dominion uh, has enough ammunition where they're like, no, we want, we're going for the jugular. We want to take this thing all the way. We want to go to court. We want to see, uh, we want to be able to have a big screen up and, and show Sean Hannity on the stand under oath. Hey, did you, did you, uh, is this a, a text message that came from your phone? What did you mean by that? They, they want that footage to be out there. They want to not, I believe they not only want to win this case, they want uh, like a pound of flesh because they could not defend themselves. Uh, when this was going on, when they knew they acted in integrity, they knew the results of that election were sound and they had no way to defend themselves. And it, it really did damage their business and reputation because they just don't do elections here. They do elections all around the world and they're unable now to go have their company be successful because everyone thinks that they're compromised. So I hope they win and I hope they win big and I hope they get their day in court where their lawyers can basically go to all these Fox people and make them tell the truth under oath. Yeah, I hope they win bigly. We'll see you on this side. Hey, you guys, we just want to take a moment to thank everyone that got their Ron and Don sit-down mug and their Ron and Don coffee pot in 2022. And here we come in 2023. What I mean by that, whenever we sit down with somebody, we give them a camp mug that says Ron and Don. I, I sat down with Ron and Don. And then after we've done a transaction where maybe we bought a piece of real estate together or we have sold a piece of real estate or invested in a piece of real estate, then around this time of year, we send them the coffee pot that says Ron and Don on it too. That way we can't be forgotten. That's correct. If you want to sit down with us and talk about your real estate journey, it's pretty simple. 
takes 30 to 45 minutes. It's absolutely free to do it. And let's find out together if we would be a good team in 2023 to work toward whatever it is on your real estate course. Yeah, there's two ways you can do this. They're both very easy. One is you can just email me directly, ron at ronanddon.com. Just say, hey, Ron, uh, I heard you guys talking about the sit down. What do I need to do? Second thing is you can go to ronanddonsitdown.com, poke around the website a little bit, read up a little bit on uh, what people are saying about us, what our reviews are, what uh, more information there is, and you can schedule a sit down right there. Just hit the schedule a sit down button. All right. We'll see you guys at the sit down. And believe me, when you see us in person, yeah, we're as scary as we sound. <laughs> now back to the show. All right, you guys, welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. Don't forget, again, if you need us, ronanddonsitdown.com, and we'd love to be uh, your realtors uh, today. Let's talk about gun laws. And again, I don't want to get in a rut here of having just the same spinning conversation that all talking heads are having about this. But, uh, Ron, it's kind of interesting. when you some, Sometimes you'll hear somebody say something, and they'll say, that's the law. And it's like, well, I don't know. I'm going to go ahead and break it because I think it's a stupid law and I don't agree with it. And just because someone made that a law 100 years ago, I don't, I don't think they're right. And there's other lots of laws around here, especially in the city of Seattle. Like, why aren't they going to make a no camping in the in the when, when I mean, in, in, in the park law? And it's like that, that law has been on the books. It's just not enforced. So we have laws. We have lots of laws that aren't enforced. And then also we have it's it's pretty amazing when you look at the way that communities and buildings. Uh, and homes uh, were built around the country and the infrastructure at different times from the East Coast, the colonization, and then trains coming west, forces being cut down, and then the gold rush down in San Francisco, and then the gold rush up in Alaska, which made everybody come to Seattle. And they didn't get their gold in San Francisco, so they headed up to uh, the Yukon Territory. So when you look at that, though, lots of different laws written at lots of different times, especially when it comes to states and guns and gun rights. And let's also remember a lot of times when these laws were written, you know, there weren't M1A1 tanks, and there certainly uh, weren't surface-to-air missiles, and you couldn't go out and buy a machine gun at that time. And now you can do all those things. We have a problem that's an American problem. And whether you're Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter what side of the aisle you're on, we have a gun problem in America. And we have specifically young people that keep dying, keep getting shot. And I'm at the point now where I hear a story. It, there, sometimes it's two and three stories a weekend or two and three stories a day. Hundreds and hundreds of mass shootings already around America. And Ron, what say you about some of the gun laws that are on the books? Is it time to revisit those? Is there either is there even a path out here when it when it when it comes to guns and 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 our right to bear arms? Well, this if I feel like I'm being an honorary lawyer uh, during this episode, but I'll do my best. There are some interesting tactics being pushed forward right now by some states, and California is one of them. So what they've done, so they they want to challenge the right to discriminate against people to give them guns. So that's what these states want to do. So they're doing something very unusual. They went back into the books and they found every racist uh, and religious persecution law that was ever written in their state and they cataloged them. 
And so they'd be reprehensible by today's standards. So back in the day, if you were black, you couldn't own a gun. There was a lot of states where if you were Catholic, you couldn't own a gun. Uh, if you were a freed slave, you couldn't own a gun. So on and on and on and on. So all the municipal, all different municipal municipalities uh, on the city level, the state level, etc., had all these laws. So the state of California is trying to get a case of the Supreme Court because what they've noticed is the Supreme Court has swung to a majority of the members say they are, origin are originalist. Uh, uh, Barrett Cohen uh, said in her confirmation she's an originalist. Uh, and so what that means is that you they espouse that the Constitution should be interpreted through the lens of the original founders. And so that is how we need to apply the Constitution to modern day laws. And so what these it's pretty ingenious strategy. So what they're trying to do is to get a case on gun rights through to the Supreme Court saying, hey, I can show you when the founders were around. They have a hundred different laws in the spreadsheet uh, that the California case is using. Here's a hundred examples of just taking away gun rights from people based on characteristics. We have a hundred. So the founders embraced this logic. We want to embrace the logic now. And instead of it being because you're black or instead of it being because you're Catholic, we're going to use different things. Like because those, those, those were the laws. They would take right. guns away from Catholics. They'd take guns away from blacks. They'd take guns away from minority groups. And then ultimately they not only take their guns, they take their, their land as well from, uh, native Americans. And then we also know what happened, uh, when we went to war in Korea and Vietnam as well, and, so, and, 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 and world war two. So they are trying to use the originalist ideology against the Supreme court. <laughs> And say, okay, if you're an originalist, let's look at what the originalist thought. Let's look at what the founding fathers thought. So we, we now want to discriminate. This is in the DNA of the Constitution. It's in the DNA of the founding fathers. So we're going to discriminate not based on race or creed or sex or religion. We're going to discriminate on things like uh, probably if you had uh, any sort of criminal history. We're going to discriminate uh, on background checks. We're going to discriminate. So they're going to find ways in the modern vernacular that you could discriminate to keep guns out of the hands of people that maybe, maybe we're going to discriminate against people that have had domestic violence. We're going to discriminate against people that have, uh, have ever had a restraining order, whatever, whatever character trait you're going to use. And so they want to take this as a Supreme court to say, okay, let's see, you get out of this one. You claim to be originalists. Now we're going to throw this originalist stuff into your face. Strike this down, Supreme Court. We're going to fight you with uh, your fire with fire. It's it's a unique strategy. I don't know if it's going to work. I think this court would refuse to hear that case, but you never know. There's some attorneys general and, and people that are trying to get this to go up to the Supreme Court. Yeah, I think it's interesting because a lot of things get blamed on the media. And I would ask, what is the media? In fact, when you see people get canceled, it's it's typically not quote unquote the mainstream media or even the fringe media. It's social media. It's social it's the power of social media. And in fact, what are a lot of these media companies doing now? They are somehow trying to harness social media and they can't. Because everybody out there is a reporter. And if you take a picture or something and you write something and you send it out and you're wrong, as long as you didn't do that with malice in your heart, 
and 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 you're wrong about a particular story no nobody's going to come after you and there's so much of that right people taking pictures taking videos writing things framing things that aren't correct and then the next thing you know i saw i heard nobody gets the paper at my house anymore so i know people aren't reading the seattle times maybe they're reading it online but really they're they're reading what their uncle bobby thinks or what uh, uh gina thinks on their facebook or their instagram we're spending more time there you know, reading those things and educating ourselves. And I would just say, when it comes to gun violence around America, when you look at all the attention that it gets on social media, there's a lot of lonely people out there that have been completely isolated, right? And they're, 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 they have issues when it comes to their frontal lobes. It's the braking system, the milga, the brain, the neuroscience. And that brake doesn't work for whatever reason, right? Because maybe there's a lot of trauma in their lives, drugs, whatever it is when they were growing up. They have the inability to put those brakes on, especially young men. That brake is finally finished developing when they're about 25 to 28 years old. So that's why you see a lot of these young white schooners that are male between the ages of 15 and 25. It shouldn't surprise us. Then you give them access to guns and their rights. What about my right to not get shot? Or what about my son's right to go to school and not have to practice drills where a gunman walks into the room? And I will tell you, he's already been in a school where a gunman walked into a room, well, right across the way in another building. In fact, he was three buildings away when the shooting happened down here at SPU. So it has greatly affected my life and the way that I think about this. And I think it's goddamn ridiculous uh, the amount of arms and ammunition uh, that we all have. And they say, well, you know, it takes a gun to take out somebody with a gun. So far, that seems to not be working that well. We will see you on the other side of this. Three, two, one. Buy down. What the hell does that mean? Uh, Mitch is here from Mitch.loans. What is a three, two, one buy down? Because when the market was going crazy these past couple of years and there weren't enough homes for all the buyers and money was cheap, I didn't hear a three, two, one buy down. What is that? Yeah, and investors are definitely bringing it back. And you hear me say all the time, your rate is not your rate. There's room to negotiate. And now with sellers being in a little bit of a panic, they can actually give you money to buy down your rate. They can do it up front or they can do a buy down. And a 321 buy down means that you get a rate of 3% less than the market rate for a year, wow. 2% less for another year, 1% less for another year. And it's the year four that you finally actually start paying the current rate. And if you refi out, you actually get all of that prepaid interest refunded back to you. So there's no risk. If rates drop in the next year, you get all that money back. You didn't waste that money. Yeah. So you hear everyone say all the time, date the rate, marry the property. That's how you do it with a three, two, one. Buy down from Mitch.loans. Reach out to him today. All right, you guys. Welcome back to the Ron and Don Show. Don't forget if you need us, just... Yeah, Ron at ronandon.com. If you are thinking about jumping in the real estate game, you can check out more about us at ronandon.com. Even download a buyer's playbook, a seller's playbook, if you just want to do a dive on your own. And then we can uh, reconnect by person on a Zoom call and, and strategize about buying, selling, or investing in real estate. That's what Don and I do professionally now. We are real estate agents. Yeah. yeah. Ronandonsitdown.com. Before we get out of here, Chris Rock said he's ready to talk. He's been trying out 
material, new material, I guess, about the slap from Will Smith. Will Smith has reached out to him. I don't know if that's reaching out on a video. It's a, it's, 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 I think it would have been interesting if we never saw a video from Will Smith, but he reached out on a video because I, I think, I think his brand demands it. It's, it's got to be hard if you're Will Smith, right? It has to be harder if you're Chris Rock and you're just bitch slapped like that, right? And he just took it. And I think one of the reasons he took it is not because he's not a tough guy. It's just because Chris Rock was a kid that was bullied his whole life. And that was just another bully to Chris Rock. He's been through a lot of therapy, especially when he lost his wife. I've heard him on podcasts really talking about uh, his mental health and the way that he's been able to move on since his divorce, become a better version of himself. And he was right in the middle of all that. Nobody talks about this. Doing some beautiful work when Will Smith, who always talks about the all the work that he and his wife and his kids are doing all the time when it comes to mental health, then he goes up and, and, and he slaps them like that, right? So Chris Rock is going to go out in his own way. Ron, does he, does he owe Will Smith a conversation, an apology? And what do you think about him saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to use this event to go out and, uh, and, and share my thoughts and maybe make people laugh, so... Yeah, I can see where you could be critical of Chris Rock for doing this in a Netflix special. So, like, this material is included in a Netflix special. I think by the time this show airs, you can watch it on Netflix. I will be sure to watch it because uh, I think he's a very funny human being. Um, so maybe you could be critical on that. However, he didn't ask for this. Chris Rock didn't didn't ask to be slapped. He didn't sign up to be slapped. And so I, I think it's fair game in the way that it happened. Will Smith only went out there to try to remedy this because there was a big budget show that he did on Apple TV uh, about a, a slave that was escaping. I think it was called Emancipation or something like that. I couldn't watch it. Like it, Apple TV kept serving me up ads to watch this Will Smith movie. And every time I logged in, it would show me a preview and I just would hit the skip button. It's like, I am not, I'm not supporting that. I, I still have not watched it. I have no intention of watching it. And it was so PR machine to be like, Oh, Apple had this in the can. And what they were waiting to see is will will he will Will Smith win the Oscar? And then what they were planning on doing is on the heels of that win, which he did because he was the favorite, and then he ended up winning it. They were like, "Oh, this is going to be awesome! We're going to mount this campaign immediately afterwards for emancipation because it's almost done." And so this will just take this audience uh, and the the groundswell of love for Will Smith and the the movie about the Williams sisters, and then we're going to transfer it over to that. And then he went and did what he did with Chris Rock. So Apple's sitting there going. Dude, we just spent all this money on this movie. We had the campaign ready to go. Get out there and apologize. Why didn't Will Smith? Get out there and, and mend the fences. You know what Will Smith could have done and this would have been over? I had too much to drink. I was high. I'm just a dumb murmur. And I apologize to Chris in private and, and, and move on. So Instead, you, he did the whole like he, when you look at thing. When you look at him, he was not right. He was not. Something wasn't right. He was not right. So he, I, he was not right. It, when you go out and you party after that, after doing that to a human and you're celebrating, or, so or, or how can how could you even get up and get an acceptance speech without going, you know, I can't give this speech right now because because this, this is supposed to be the biggest night of my life and I just screwed it up. He and, should have, the security and, should have taken him and out. And I'm going to I'm going to leave now and I'm going to leave this statue here and if they want to mail it to me, great. I don't think he should have ever been given a mic. I think I, he should have been I, I, escorted out of the building. So, so I think I hope Chris Rock 
absolutely crushes in this special. I hope I I think he's had enough time to probably process the anger and come up with some material. He's very good friends with the biggest names in comedy. So I'm sure that he reached out to the likes of a a Jerry Seinfeld or Dave Chappelle and ran some of these bit ideas around them to make sure that, you know, he was getting it just right. Uh, I hope it's hilarious. And I hope that, that it really lands well, because I think he deserves that. I, I hope this, special made him a lot of money and that he can now move on his career and just say go watch my special you want to know what i thought about it go watch my special i'm moving on with my life i don't want to be attached to will smith anymore yeah and will smith has a great story too you guys he really does i like his story so it doesn't as ron always says you're not what do you always say you're not this and all of that or what do you say you're not a hundred percent of one or the other but will smith continues to dig a deeper hole in my mind oh he does okay Ooh. Judgment. You're on notice, Will Smith. Judgment. You got one less view of your Apple movie on, on this guy. Ooh, judgment. Ooh, I hope Jada Pinkett is not listening right now. She'll I'm be, not going to the she, red couch. She's going to, it's a red table. I'm not going to that either. <laughs> hey, you guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Ron and Don Show. If you want us, look out. How can they reach out uh, if they want to do a Ron and Don sit down? Yeah, go to ronanddonsitdown.com, download a player's guide, and then uh, you can also just email me directly if you want me to set up uh, an appointment with you, ron at ronanddon.com. All right, whether you're buying, selling, investing, or there's someone in your family, a lot of you get in touch with us because you know that we can help your parents. Maybe one of your parents has lost a partner. Maybe there's a reverse mortgage. Maybe they need to downsize. Maybe they need to go into memory care, all that stuff. We get that. We're very sensitive. Maybe there needs to be an estate sale. Maybe the family just needs some time to be loved on. Uh, we got Charlie, so we, we can love the whole family with him. He has a lot of love in his heart. So just bring your dog a treat. All right? Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for uh, our good friends at Les Schwab for sponsoring today's show and at Mitch at Mitch.loans. And, of course, those guys, Ron and Don, yeah, run it on sitdown.com. Until next time, keep your head up, your shoulders back, and we'll see you right here. You're listening to the Ron and Don Show. I'm live on the Ron and Don Radio Network. And your shoulders back. And keep blowing that trumpet, and we'll see you next time. Only. 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 On the Ron and Don Radio Network.